and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. My name's Ray Heron, flying solo this episode, and later on in the show we're going to bring you Jock McLaughlin and Liam Cawley's thoughts on the Beta 200RR, that fantastic two-stroke machine that we uh, got the pleasure of riding towards the end of last year on the podcast. Uh, so we'll bring you that story from Kiwi Rider magazine this episode. Also, a little bit of news. Uh, from next Tuesday, you're going to see a bit more action on the Kiwi Rider podcast feed on the channel. Well, not only are we going to be bringing you one episode a week called Kiwi Rider Podcast, but the Kiwi Rider Podcast team are banding together with the help of BMW Motorrad New Zealand uh, to celebrate 40 years of GS and the upcoming GS Rally 2020 in November. We're putting together an extra show every Tuesday in your airwaves for the next three months. You'll get an episode called High Beam. Now what we're going to be doing in High Beam is we're going to be talking to uh, some well-known and some not-so-well-known but long-time BMW riders and we're going to be bringing you some history on the BMW GS bikes. Uh, So looking forward to bringing you those shows. Thank you very much, BMW Motorrad New Zealand. Follow them on Facebook and more information uh, in the first episode next Tuesday. But... Now what you've come for, some motorcycling action, and we're going dirt this week with the return of the 200. Lauded by many as the perfect engine size for Enduro, Beta's 200RR looks to be the everybody bike, writes Jock McLaughlin. This story from Volume 2 of January 2020, kiwirider.co.nz, check it out for the pictures and the specs. The 200cc engine size enduro bike has traditionally been a big seller in New Zealand because they're just so easy to ride, yet still bloody capable. Without a doubt, absolute giant killers in the right hands too. Back in the mists of time, I remember Mark Tadpole Davis and Terry TC Cameron absolutely laying waste to all opposition on the Yamaha and Kawasaki 200cc machines. On one particularly memorable occasion, Tadpole kept Brian Patterson honest on his KX500 for the whole of the T100, and that track wasn't without the odd 160km per hour straight in those days. More recently, KTM's 200EXC built a similar reputation as all-conquering, easy to ride, highly capable, and also perfect for the rider of smaller stature. Until recently, that is, because sadly they aren't being made any longer. This brings us rapidly on to the 2020 Beta 200RR. The Italian-made Beta is an all-new machine from the ground up, thoroughly modern and looks to have an excellent build quality. Late last year, we got the chance to throw our legs over the full range of Beta Enduro bikes near Thames, and I'll just say we came away well impressed. While I particularly liked the biggest four-stroke, yes, I'm that guy, a lot of our team were really singing the praises of the 200RR. In fact, Mark Fuller, having had a quick ride, immediately put down his money on one and took it home with him. Now Mark is a guy that has been racing and winning on 200s for around 40 years. He's a dead set 200cc legend, and trust me, if it's good enough for him, well, you know the story. Anyway, it's certainly a very grunty wee beastie. With two power modes, the power button well placed on the back of the steering stem gives two quite distinct deliveries. Rain mode is the more track durable of the two, and very enduro-like suitable for slick terrain. 
Dry mode has a real motocross go-fast feel to it, with strong, aggressive power. All the beaters' two strokes and four strokes have a similar feel to them. They're light, yet planted, have quick and accurate steering, and that is extremely well suited to our tighter enduro terrain, but they don't feel like big bikes, yet they're definitely full-sized. Now, talking more specifically about the 200RR, it certainly feels very light when coming from any four-stroke. This is particularly advantageous in tough conditions and for smaller or female riders. Because the bike is lighter at 97 kgs without fuel and of smallish capacity, the suspension is softer too, which adds to its suitability for lighter riders. Having said that, I'm 100 kgs and I've found I could get along pretty well if I slowed up a little for the bigger bumps and rough hits. The Nissan brakes are excellent, strong, powerful and controlled stopping is there at your fingertips and toe tips. And I actually rate the rear brake as better than those fitted to the Enduro Opposition as it has a large diameter disc giving it more positive feel. As I mentioned earlier, the Beta does not feel like a large bike, but it has great ergonomics. Way up front they all look slightly wide where the radiators are when you first hop on. But, when riding, I can say that I never noticed it. Otherwise, everything felt very slim and smooth, front to back, while I was riding and the seat was comfortable. All the controls work well and go unnoticed, which actually means they're doing their job super well. You know, stuff like that only bugs you when it's giving you a problem. Also, because it's an enduro bike, you get lights, which means the fun can continue into the dark. To sum up, the Beta 200RR is a fantastic off-road bike that has very wide appeal. It is extremely capable in all regards, with the added bonus that it definitely suits the up-and-coming rider too. To my mind, other manufacturers who have discontinued their 200cc models have dropped the ball somewhat. Okay, so not all countries have a 200cc race class, but does that really matter? This is an excellent capacity class that just works so well for so many riders. Good on Beta for keeping it alive. Those thoughts by one Jock McLaughlin in Kiwi Rider magazine, but now we move to a second opinion by one Liam Cawley. Since riding the first Beta 200RR in November, the bike has not disappointed and always puts a big smile on my face. It's certainly the best bike I've ever had in the shed. A few changes we made to the bike were fitting an overflow catch tank from my previous bike to help if it overheats and installing some Barkbuster handguards to help take the pain away from clipping trees. More recently, we put on new foot pegs, which were replaced under a recall from Beta. Dad also ground off the inside sharp edges of the brake pedal to reduce the risk of it damaging the side casing. We also got a race plate to replace the headlight. These are only some minor changes, but next on the list will be a sweet new graphics kit and some Bridgestone tyres from White's Power Sports. When I first got on the bike I was amazed at how much fun you can have in such a small space and I spent a few hours one night just riding over a few piles of dirt. I really didn't want to stop. In the short time I've had the 200 it's allowed me to do things I could never do on a motorcycle before. I can really test my balance and technical ability. I've made big improvements in my riding thanks to the bike. My first race on the 200 didn't quite go to plan with the banjo bolt from the front brake master cylinder coming loose and all the fluid leaking out as a result, and then no front brake. It was a real bummer after myself and Dad spent so many hours prior to the race greasing the bike and giving it a good checking over. It's just something that we must have missed. My second race day was at last round of the Sean Clark Dirt Guide series, which went a lot better, and we got to see the bike's performance 
on the super fast sections of the track and a little bit of single track, I was blown away by how it handled both types of riding really well. My latest race on the 200 was round one of the Bell Ray series, with the Bell Ray track being really fast and the ground summer hard. The suspension on the bike was way too soft and blowing through the stroke and bottoming out. We had already adjusted the clickers all the way prior to the race, which means it's going to need a revalve to suit the fast cross-country type of races. I was still able to push hard, but just had to be cautious when approaching square edge bumps and big hollows. Apart from that, the bike handles the high speed sections really well and feels really stable, and I was able to keep up with the other riders on 250s and even some 450s. I don't have much bad to say about the bike at all, and the engine seems to be holding up really well. Some things I'm not too keen on are the airbox sticking out and getting caught on my boot. This was an easy fix with a bit of heat to push it back in, and I somehow managed to rip the speedo wire out on the last round of the dirt guide. I think I was just really unlucky with that one. I don't like the standard beta grips. They're a very firm compound, and the donut part of the grip doesn't give much cover on the inner plastic. That too is an easy fix. Overall, I love the bike. It has a real playful nature, and can handle anything from tighter trees through to wide open flat out style tracks. It's a real blast to ride and race. So there you have it, Jock McLaughlin and Liam Cawley's thoughts on the Beta 200RR. For full specs and photos, do check out the second edition of January 2020's Kiwi Rider magazine. Go to Google, type Kiwi Rider Jumag, J-O-O-M-A-G, and that'll come up for you. Or just go to kiwirider.co.nz. Don't forget to subscribe to the magazine as well, because that is going to appear in your inbox twice a month absolutely free why pay for a magazine when you can get it for free and it's all top quality news and bike tests so do check it out this is kiwi rider podcast my name's ray here and thank you very much for joining me for this episode keep your eyes open next tuesday for the first episode of high beam it's our series that we're linking up with bmw motorrad new zealand for celebrating 40 years of gs as well as the upcoming gs rally It's going to be based in Martinborough this year on November 6th and 7th. And you do need to pre-register your interest now. You can email gsrally at kiwirider.co.nz. Now the thing that caught me out is that there's an E on the end of rally. Do remember, G-S-R-A-L-L-Y-E at kiwirider.co.nz. It's going to be 330 odd kilometres of a mixture of gravel and sealed roads. Sign on will be Friday night with a welcome meal. The ride on Saturday and then a group dinner Saturday night. So a good chance to catch up at the Martinborough Rugby Club rooms. You don't have to ride a BMW, although it's encouraged. Any bike is welcome. So register your interest, gsrally at kiwirider.co.nz. There's also a Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash gsrallynz. This is Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name's Ray here and thank you very much for joining me for this episode. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with a riding buddy of yours. We'd love you for it. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and you can email us, podcast at kiwirider.co.nz. Till next time, keep the rubber side down, throttle on and we'll catch you in seven days time.